It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast. Today, Brandon and I are discussing a recent blog post put out uh, by a guy known as the Sports Physio. Uh, you may know him, Adam Meekins. He puts out a lot of content. Got to give him credit for all the content he does put out, but he does have some pretty polarizing stances on uh, some areas of physical therapy. So we get into a, a recent post that he put up called Abandoning Manual Therapy. And it's interesting conversation. So Brandon and I wanted to dive into this and give you all our opinions uh, on the topic as well. Uh, if you haven't already, please go on, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We really appreciate it. Also, make sure you're looking into a couple courses we have coming up uh, at Vertex. We have Body Tempering we're hosting on the 13th of April. And then our new course, Strength and Conditioning in the Clinic. Dr. Kyle Thibodeau and myself, that will be uh, May 18th and 19th. So check those out. Message me if you have any questions. Thank you. and Enjoy today's episode. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope everyone enjoyed their St. Patrick's Day celebrations over the weekend. Josh was actually in San Diego teaching a body tempering certification course. How was it, man? Did you, uh, did you do some San Diego things? Hit up, a, hit up a vegan restaurant or a dispensary? I actually don't answer that, man. That's, uh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> I was going to say that. Started for me to stare before you, man. Uh, <laughs> well, it was an awesome trip. Um, very short, unfortunately. So I am, as the listeners may know, they listen every week uh, on a rotation right now. So uh, patients all day Friday, and I got patients on Monday. So um, quick trip. Uh, 48 hours probably in total from when I you know, left South Carolina to getting back to South Carolina. But it was awesome. Great course. A lot of great people. I love getting to meet, you know, people from around the country that are, you know, like-minded in a lot of ways. Um, not a lot of San Diego activities. Uh, to tell you the truth, it's from a time perspective. I mean, I, we were at uh, David Weck's place where we had the uh, Forest Weck method for, you know, 12 hours on Saturday probably, you know, just hanging mm -hmm. out all day. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we did go, I went to a kebab shop, which was really good for dinner, but it's where we went. And um, one of our good friends, Megan Biscotti, um, met us there and, and hung out with, uh, and had dinner with us, which was good to see her. Uh, oh, Megan, shout out to Megan. Yeah, yeah shout out to Megan. Yeah, one of our listeners, also one of, been my, one of my clients for a long time and a good friend and moved out to San Diego a little while back. So it was great to get to catch up with her. Um, so I'm glad she got to come by. Uh, but, uh, you know, other than that, we didn't really do uh, a whole lot of San Diego stuff. I know um timmy and t money the other instructors were going to go surf today but uh, i had to get on the plane man so i didn't get to go uh do any of that maybe next time that is a quick weekend fast weekend 
How was the yeah. crowd? It was you guys great. got another one coming up too, right? We do. We got two more on the schedule and another couple more should we, re- we should release dates and venues here shortly. The next two on the schedule, one, uh, of course, at, in Columbia at Vertex, uh, Vertex Casey. That's April 13th. The great thing about that is we're so close to the, the mecca, you know, of powerlifting, you know, Donnie's, uh, you know, Donnie's gym, which other than Westside, I think it's probably the only other place in the country where as a powerlifter, I'm really looking to go. Um, and, you know, so we're going to get to hang out there and lift afterwards or the night before or the next day. So uh, participants of that course kind of have an added bonus. Um, and then we've got another one in June uh, at Forge, Forge headquarters. And they're one of the manufacturers of some of the body tempering implements. They have their own implements. So uh, they invited us down there to do a course. So uh, that one is June 1st. So two on the, uh, two on the schedule and then another couple coming up this summer. Uh, I know we're looking at Chicago and then uh, maybe up in the Northeast for the next one after that. Love it, man. We will put the dates of that in the show notes too, just for a quick reference and links to sign up and all that good stuff too. Awesome. All right. So moving ahead. So the, the theme of this episode, so just get right into it. Uh, there's this, this guy named Adam, we- Adam Meekins and he, is, he goes by the sports physio and he put out a blog post, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago titled abandoning manual therapy. And, you know, for, first off, if you're English and you call yourself the sports physio, that's like a total misnomer, man. It's like stolen power. I think the, the guy's British and all they got out there is soccer. And that game where that game where you wear polos and play paddle ball, I think it's called cricket. Yeah. I think we just lost like all of our European listeners after that. But anyways, just, just real quick for our listeners that don't speak healthcare jargon, manual therapy is essentially the, the hands-on treatment that clinicians do. So this could be anything from soft tissue mobilization, joint mobilization, cracking spines, cup and dry needling. I mean, there's so many things out there body tempering, right? So um, he, he put out this article and just in summary, it starts out with discussing how some young PTs and they call themselves physios in the UK, how they've been sending him emails and they're upset because their managers and their supervisors are forcing them to do manual therapy on patients in order to increase productivity. And that's a fair point. I think that as long as someone is practicing in an ethical manner and doing what's best for their patient, you shouldn't dictate how a PT or or one of your employees goes about their treatments. But then the whole article goes on to say that he doesn't do manual therapy at all ever in bold letters. And you know, right there for me, that that's a red flag. And I've always said that anyone that subscribes absolutes always this and never that is probably a charlatan or they're probably trying to make a buck because controversy creates cash. And by the way, this guy does sell con ed courses and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'll touch on that a little bit later though, if we just remind me. So and then goes on to say that patients don't want manual therapy. That's crazy. I mean, if, if you believe that, you know, I've got some oceanfront property to sell you in Nebraska. And he also says that people in the U.S. have ridiculed him for not using manual therapy, including osteopaths and osteopractors. And I'm no fan of osteopractors either. You know, the best way I can describe them is that if Scientology and physical therapy had a baby, you get an osteoprider, but I'm 99.9% sure that that beef isn't all one-sided. But then right. he finishes up with another uh, uh, absolute bookend, if you will, saying that manual therapy should not be part of the profession. And there's plenty of other details in there I'm leaving out, but you get the gist of it. So Josh, I'll share my thoughts on this too, but what are your initial thoughts after reading this? Oh man, so much to unpack there. Um, I am also with you that dealing in absolutes is rarely, um, you know, rarely effective. Um, and the way he presents it, it's as if he doesn't see how manual therapy could be 
used in a comprehensive treatment plan. I don't know any PT or any PT that, that is any good that is preaching that manual therapy is the answer for anybody. There probably is someone out there, but at least not the PTs that I'm around or associated with. The PTs that I'm around and associated with and what we're being taught in school and what I personally believe regarding manual therapy is that it's an adjunct to your treatment to hopefully allow that person to be able to move better, to feel a little better, which again, if they feel a little better, they'll be able to move a little bit better and they'll be more willing to move and to get them to do the things that I think are ultimately going to be uh, you know, a bigger bang for our buck and it's going to allow us to really make progress. But that doesn't mean that the manual therapy there, even though it wasn't the primary treatment and actually provided a ton of change other than some, uh, you know, a transient change in you know, how someone feels, that doesn't mean it's useless. And that's kind of where, you know, I just see this disconnect is, yes, I'm with them that we thought, you know, as a profession, manual therapy did all these things for a while. And we kind of realized that the effects are a little more nonspecific. We don't actually know what's going on. We're probably modulating the nervous system and we're not really creating tissue change. But that just because it's not doing what we thought it did doesn't mean that it can't be used effectively. And it can't be used as part of a bigger plan. So for me, that, that bothers me a little bit there is that you know, he's writing off manual therapy completely and mentioning like it shouldn't be part of our scope of practice. That, that boggles my mind. Um, and, and then he also goes in there too about you know, patient expectations and how if somebody comes in asking for, him, for it from him, he goes in and, and his first instinct is to educate them on what manual therapy actually does and why they, are, um, you know, they have this misconception about it. Which for me, you know, if someone comes to me and they've had success with a certain treatment, you know, I have, I, I believe that patient expectations is something we have to consider. And if I'm doing a little bit of manual therapy on them because they are asking for it or they believe that it's going to help them and I can frame it in a way that, uh, you know, allows them to want to participate with the movement aspect afterwards, we all win and we all see better outcomes. And I don't see any problem with using manual therapy in that way. So I know I was a little on a soapbox there, but it just, it bothers me when, with the absolutes of it. And then, you know, just writing off patient expectations because we know evidence-based practice, evidence-based practice is a multi-component model. So I think you gotta, you gotta look into that. Too. Yeah, no, that's huge. I agree hundred percent. I mean, about patient expectations specifically, I mean, that, that just comes with connecting with people, which is essentially establishing a relationship and, and getting to know them. I mean, imagine that if the person that comes in your door believes manual therapy is going to work, then it's probably going to work for them. It's, it's that simple. It doesn't mean that we bullshit people and tell them all these fantasies about how we're breaking up scar tissue or that we're putting their spine back in alignment or that they need to come see us for 30 visits to, to get better. Um, but you know, I do use manual therapy and, and I do think that it has a place in the profession. My pillow works just fine at night, acknowledging that too. And you know, in a perfect situation, you may do manual therapy once or twice and never have to do it again, but it doesn't always work out like that. And, and that's okay. Uh, I mean, could you imagine if that was actually your attitude in the clinic? Like if a patient came in and treated them like your expectation does not match my narrative, therefore I'm going to ignore what you want, man, you'd be out of business in no time. It's, it's almost like you'd have to have universal health care to survive in a system like that. It's kind of making sense now though. Yeah. Well, and then, well, he even acknowledges that it sometimes people will go somewhere else. Afterward. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I completely understand that I may not connect with every single person that walks through the door and they might be better served somewhere else. I don't know. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's not going to be because I of a situation like that where I'm trying to educate them on why, they, why their expectations or beliefs are incorrect and why my 
methodology is a better way to do it. And there, a disconnect between those two things is not going to be the reason that the person, you know, decides they don't want to come back or go somewhere else. So that, that mm -hmm. is just such an interesting approach for me on, on going that route. And I understand that being polarizing and creating controversy and, and, you know, I mean, we're sitting here talking about it, right? So it, that yeah. posted its job, right? It got, it, it got likes, it got views, it got comments, it created conversation. And, you know, that's very important when you have a brand that you're trying to further. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I understand that need there. Um, and I think it's just, you know, if you say, if he's not as stern, maybe it doesn't get as much attention. So maybe that's the reason behind it. But yeah, I just think that we, we have different treatment philosophies. And, you know, I hope, you know, I'm sure he gets great outcomes too. But, you know, like you said, I, I'm, I'm, happy with the way that we you know, we do things and how the way Vertex does things and how, you know, the way we're taught in at the University of South Carolina. So I wouldn't change anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, and personally, I'm, I'm not like offended by it at all. I mean, it's a very interesting article. I actually enjoyed reading it and, and I, I enjoy the stuff he puts out. You know, I've kept up with Adam Beacons uh, here and there for a while. And, you know, I, I am a, I am a believer, though, in this day and age that sometimes you do have to create a little controversy to bring attention to the issues. Um, sometimes the stuff this guy puts out, underneath the surface it seems a little bit fugazi i mean the guy sells courses and i'm sure they're really good i have no doubt that he can entertain and hold a crowd and and i do believe that when it comes to exercise this guy knows his stuff i mean he could use a little work on his deadlift but couldn't we all right and uh you know a while back though i actually treated uh tweeted out to him one day as as a fellow businessman you know it looks like he's doing a really good job of creating a following and how he's tapping into the mob mentality that sometimes goes with taking sides in the healthcare field and, you know, he's probably selling a lot of courses with this whole anti-manual therapy gimmick. And, man, he seemed a little butthurt. But yeah. you know how it goes. And, you know, people always react to the truth. And his response is basically something like, and I'm paraphrasing here, you know, it's not a gimmick and it has nothing to do with my shoulder course. But it's like, it's like, bro, you literally have this whole narrative printed on T-shirts. Come on, man. You have T-shirts saying that dry needling is for useless pricks. You're wearing this on a T-shirt when you're teaching your con ed course. I mean, how's that? not the de definition of a gimmick. And again, there's right. nothing wrong with selling courses. Just if you're going to do it, just own it. Otherwise it just kind of comes off as disingenuous. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. And, and he's not the first and only person to kind of take a very big stance in a certain camp within the therapy realm. And then also possibly have another agenda too, or, you know, just truly believe that. And he is right in a lot of uh, his arguments on the why he doesn't believe in manual therapy. And, and it's basically his arguments are because we don't really know definitively exactly what is going on and then how it, you know, some of the effects are, are mainly transient in nature. That, that's his argument for, for no use at all. But a, again, I think within a comprehensive plan, there's a place for it. And that's where we differ, I guess, in just our opinions of what should be used. Like for me, all that matters to me is the end outcome, right? Mm -hmm. and I want to get you to where you want to be as fast as I can help you get there. Like that is the goal for me. And, it, you know, for me, that, like, as long as that's what's happening, you know, I'm not as concerned about like, you know, you know exactly how we get there. You know, I, 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 so it's just a different way to approach things, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And, and, I, and I think what, what we got to realize is that in, in this profession, two plus two does not always equal four. I mean, there's, there's not certain things that if you do them, you're guaranteed to have success because no two people that come in the door are alike. That's why there's no cookbook recipe to treat people. So, you know, all these arguments that manual therapy is nonspecific, creates a dependence, it's transient. You could say that about anything. You could say that about exercise for, for all those points. I mean, 
how many, how many low back pain studies have you seen that show non-specific general exercise? It's just as effective as trunk specific exercises, McGill, big three, all that stuff. And, you know, speaking of research there, there's countless of studies that demonstrate that manual therapy plus exercise is often more effective than exercise alone. And, you know, I am skeptical of those studies sometimes too, because I've actually kind of been on the back end and seen how research is conducted in the PT field. Um, there's one headache trial that was conducted a while back. You know, I'm not going to name who did that study, but that's for another episode. But, um, you know, you got to just consider all these things that everyone is different and everyone is unique that comes into your door. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, he does make a couple other points. Uh, you know, one that reimbursement based on time spent with a patient does create some issues. Uh, and I think that's a valid, I think that's a valid point too. You know, if I know that, Hey, if I just rub in this person for eight minutes, and then move on, I get an extra unit out of it, you know, or something like that. You know, when there's, when there's productivity standards that we're, we're trying to, you know, you know, uphold or being pushed on, on young therapists and, you know, manual therapy is something that we can bill for, you know, just like anything else. Like if you're, you know, if your treatment is being dictated by extraneous factors other than what you think is truly going to make the patient better, that's a problem. So I do rec I, I do think that he you know he makes some points that are important in that regard because I do think it ultimately comes down to are we getting the outcomes we need. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting point. And you know he does make some you know good points within there uh, within that article and it was an entertaining read. Um, so I I mean I just love to have a further conversation with the guy to uh, to maybe get more of his opinion on things. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever necessarily agree exactly, but we don't need to, right? And that's the great, the best thing is, you know, as long as both of us are helping patients and clients, you know, get better, and then, you know, I think we'll we'll both be okay. It's funny you mentioned that because, you know, to be fair, you know, I fully admit that talking about this article without the author also being available to tell his side of the story is not the best approach. But I, I did ask him if he wanted to come on the podcast a while back and, and he declined. So maybe I'm a little salty about it, but what can you do? <laughs> yeah, man, I remember when you sent that request and, you know, maybe he'll hear this podcast or something or he'll end up in front of him and he'll want to, uh, you know, have a conversation with us. Because, again, I love, you know, this type of conversation and a chance to, uh, you know, learn someone else's, you know, views and opinions and, and maybe it will help shape my practice. But um, I think we uh, – I, I think you and I are both on the same page when it comes to this that we, you know, believe manual therapy has a role and then we have to figure out, you know, within each of us how much of a role and when to apply it. For sure, man. I think that sums it up nicely. So again, don't subscribe to absolutes. Controversy creates cash. And Adam, if you're listening, let's get on this podcast. Come on and you're welcome anytime. All right. <laughs> As always, guys, if you haven't already, please go on, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you again for listening. We'll catch you all next month. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.